Hi, and welcome to More Sales Now. My name is Aaron Neely, and this is my first ever podcast. So please, in advance, forgive me if this is a little rough. I'll tell you a little bit about me. I have an importing company that does B2B sales, and I also do sales webinars, and I have a book about B2B sales coming out soon. In this podcast, I want to talk about the things that I'm using right now in my own business to close more sales. It's really not more complicated than that. The stuff that I'm going to talk about right now and in you know the podcasts that are coming out is stuff that works for me. And it'll work for you too if you're in B2B sales. So, uh, you, you know, I think uh, I'll do one of these uh, every week or perhaps even more often whenever inspiration strikes me, but at a minimum one per week. And I'm just going to talk about what I'm doing right now in my own company. Um, and today I want to talk about reciprocity and how I use reciprocity in my own business to develop relationships with customers that, that help me close more sales. And I'm thinking about a specific example of, of when, how I just used it very recently. Uh, and I, you know, I think if, if you, you know, hear me out and you kind of can, can see what I'm doing, uh, I, I think it'll become really obvious how, how this type of stuff can become very useful for you. So to get into the story, I was at a trade show. This is in uh, this last January, January 2020. Uh, this was before uh, coronavirus shut down these types of events. And it was a good show and I made a lot of good contacts. One contact in particular that I made was with a company. They, they had a need for the product I sell. And I met uh, a couple VPs in the company and the sales manager and everything was looking really good. We hit it off. My product was a good fit for their company and, uh, and it, it was looking awesome. So, uh, uh, the trade shows over, you know, I go home, they go home, everybody's back at work the next week. They put me in touch with the purchasing manager and things are, are progressing. And then of course, you know, you know, COVID-19 hit and we got this pandemic and all kinds of projects are shutting down. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm in the import business and, you know, the ports have to be working uh, for, for me to get product and, you know, just the general economic slowdown as well as the, the difficulty of getting goods to actually sell. It just totally shut it down. The brakes, the brakes were on. Uh, and so uh, we, we were at this, this kind of standstill. And so just recently, uh, you know, here within the last couple of weeks, I got a hold of this customer again, the the purchasing manager, to to kind of see where where she was at and if we could get some legs under this project again. Now that things are opening up and businesses is starting to activate again, and uh, the short answer was no. There was there was no real impetus uh, for for this project. There really weren't any any legs under it yet, but. Uh, she she had other problems. She had other things on her mind, uh, and I was I was happy to listen. So a uh, little bit of background about this company. They're in the chemicals sector, but they were doing uh, a new project. They were they were trying to bring in uh, some food ingredients into their R and D department so they could run some experiments and see if they could get some of these some of these food ingredients to work in their in their products. And it, it was, I, I think all built around like a trial for a customer. They were, they were trying to put together a trial uh, for, for one of their clients. Problem, the, 
the chemicals sector, as you can imagine, is not very well integrated with the food ingredients sector. So the, the, the people who sold the kind of goods that she was looking for were really out of her network, right? She couldn't find them. And, you know, her deadline was coming up next week. There was like three products that she was having a really hard time getting, really just couldn't get anywhere on it. And it, it was, it was basically, it, it was going to stop the project if they couldn't get these, these products in in time. So, uh, you know, this like is a, as salespeople, we, I mean, we hear stories similar to this, you know, where, uh, you know, the customer's basically saying, well, I don't really need to buy what you're selling right now. What I really need is this other thing. And, you know, we hear this and our normal response as well. Oh, that's, that's really hard. I hope that works out for you. Best of luck. Right. Right. And, and I mean, frankly, that's, that's the, the extent of our job, at least in their eyes and our boss's eyes, that we need to get back to selling our own products, right? We don't need to solve every other problem for our client that pops up. But I really think that's that's a mistake. That's a missed opportunity uh, as salespeople, and especially salespeople who want to build relationships with their buyers, right? Like, I mean, if, if you were talking to a friend about a, a problem, they would listen and they would try to help. I mean, if we want to be friends to our clients, we really should should try to help, right? So I didn't just wish her the best of luck and and move on with my next sales call. I uh, instead I wrote down her requirements, and and I happen to have a a pretty good network. I've, I've been around a while, right? I know people in different industries, and I hit the phone after that. So I wrote down everything she needed. I, uh, through a friend, uh, I got a hold of somebody who sold what she needed. They, they, they had the products that she was looking for. This guy uh, was a, a big distributor in the food ingredients industry. And so I, I made sure I had her requirements down and everything she needed. And I didn't just connect the two. I didn't, I didn't do that again. That would have been better, but that's still not, that's still not going the extra mile for your customer. Right. I, I negotiated a deal on, on her behalf, right? but I made sure the offer was good. I made sure the product fit her specification and it, you know, it took, uh, it took about a day. I mean, it wasn't all day. It was, you know, in between emails and some phone calls, probably, I, I probably had three, four hours into this though. I mean, it wasn't particularly easy, but long story short is I, I worked it out and within 24 hours, I'd found everything that she was looking for. And I, I then put it in front of her. I, I only then did I, did I make the introduction between her and, uh, and my friend's friend, uh, only after I knew it was going to work out. Right. I didn't just leave that to chance. I made sure this was going to work for her and meet the requirement. And so then I made the introduction and I didn't try to like insert myself into the, uh, into the deal either. Like I didn't try to like, uh, make any money off this. And you know, it was just, Hey, I found this thing. It's going to work for you. This guy, he's got everything you need and it meets your spec and the offer's good. Uh, hope you can work it out. And they, they did work it out. In fact, I was, I, I was left in copy on all these emails. And so I know it worked out. You know, I saw that she placed an order and they were able to arrange the shipping and get her the goods. Uh, and it, uh, it, it really saved her. It made her look good 
in front of her own boss. And that, my friends, is, is how you develop a real relationship with the buyer. And uh, not only do, do I now have renewed interest in our original product, but that gave me an opportunity then to talk about some of the other things I sell. And now we're working on three projects. We are getting, we're getting specced in on two other products I offer along with the first one that we're already set up on. So, uh, you know, I, when I promote this idea to you of doing favors that you don't have to do for clients, like you should do that because you want to be helpful. But there is a benefit, like a financial benefit on the other end. When you help people out, they're going to want to help you out in return, right? This is how you build a relationship. And it, I mean, as we know, I mean, we all have competitors, right? Like she could buy these goods that I sell from a lot of different people, right? That sell the same or at least similar or competitive goods. So why would she buy from me? And especially if my offer at the end of the day looks a lot like other people's offers. Well, the answer is, is because I go out of my way to help because I'm, I solve problems for her. And so this is really the, the whole point of this podcast is, is, you know, don't tell your customer, Hey, best of luck. I hope that works out for you. Help them solve their problems. And if you help them solve their problems and especially do it in an altruistic way where you're not actually getting anything out of it other than goodwill, that that's going to come back and help you. That is really going to come back and help you sell goods later. And it's going to create a loyal customer for you who just comes to you because they really like you because you help them. They're going to start ignoring the overtures of your competitors. So that's it. That's, that's the story about how I recently used reciprocity. And I mean, I've, I've got a lot more than just that, but this story, uh, and this happened just recently, it just, it, it, it so perfectly illustrates the point of going out of your way and going the extra mile. And it really does pay off. So with that, that's going to wrap up my first uh, podcast. I really hope you enjoyed it. Uh, you know, I also run a blog. I'll invite you to come take a look at it. It's at AaronNeely.com, and I post there about once a week. I tend to talk a lot uh, about the same subjects, but there's a lot more on there as well. So thanks, and, uh, and uh, best of success this week's on.